0: hello and welcome to the no easy way out podcast my name is tony nash and we are coming to you as always from the armory in beautiful downtown owasso michigan home to my company az business solutions where we help grow your brand from a to z I'm joined today by Brent Singer, the owner of Farmers Insurance here in Owasso. Brent, welcome to the show. Thanks, Tony. I'm glad to be here today. Absolutely. We appreciate you coming on the show today, and we want to get the chance to get to know you and get to know a little bit about your journey. Um, So what is Brent Singer up to these days?
1: Uh, Just running into the healthcare uh, markets coming up, obviously. October 1st is a kickoff to... Uh, enrollment for some of, some of the in, individuals in this community and other communities around here. So uh, we're just trying to uh, reach out to those that we can help for health care. Uh, Medicare kicks off on the 15th for those new to Medicare. So that's where the health care thing is going uh, to help. Kind of the slow months, you know, yeah. with these coming into the winter, fall and winter months, it kind of slows down a little bit. So this will really help out with uh, just kind of balance everything, keep me a little more busier than what yeah. I need to be, but that's good.
0: Well, healthcare is a pretty big topic in the world right now. Very so much so. I'm sure that that's a hot button. You get a lot of questions about. So very much. We won't keep it political today. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like every candidate's talking about healthcare right now. So it's very important to to people. So tell our—I mean, I know we've all heard the commercial. We are farmers, but tell our audience a little bit about farmers insurance here locally and what types of insurance you offer and what you can do for local residents.
1: Uh, I just like to be resourceful. Uh, I think that's what really brought me into this field. Uh, was just being able to help people. I've always loved to help people, and so coming into the insurance industry, I didn't realize what kind of opportunities it was going to give me. Yeah. Uh, and it's really become a uh, really made me realize who I really am, and you know what my journey is to be, you know, on the on this earth. Period. So, uh, it gives me the opportunity to help people and just be resourceful. And then uh, that's where coming into Owasso and having all the, the connections that I have now has really benefited me. Is reaching out to people that I can help. So.
0: And what are the different types of insurance that Farmers offers?
1: Um, basic, your basic PNC, uh, home and auto, uh, specialty like boat, uh, four wheeler, off road vehicles, that type of thing. Um, health insurance now, uh, now new to me, but yeah, I can help offer all sorts of health health insurance, AFLAC. Um, pretty much, just about anything. If you can insure it, I can help you. Okay, I mean, I can do just a numerous amount of things. I had a guy come to me a couple weeks ago. And uh, he stopped in my office. And he says, hey, do you know anything about getting, uh, he needed a lost title for mm-hmm. a vehicle that he had, he had had in his yard, got it from a relative years ago, and he wanted to just get rid of it. So he needed the title. And he, I said, I can help you out with that. I can get you a title. Oh, and he's, cool. he's like, you're kidding me. I'm like, no, <laughs> I can get you a title. I had him a title in a couple of days, and he was a happy cat. So very
0: cool. it was good. Very cool. All right, well, yeah. now we're going to do something that we do on our show every week called This or That. And this is to give our audience an opportunity to get to know a little bit more about Brent Singer. Okay, so for those who don't know you who are watching, we want them to know a little bit more about you. So I'm going to give you like 10 options. You tell me which one uh, you prefer, mm-hmm. and then you'll tell us everything we need to know. All right. All right, you ready? Yep. All right. Apple or Android? Apple. Mac or PC?
1: Uh, I use both, so I'm good. Do you have a preference? Eh, no. I I'll, I'll like the Apple because I can sync it a to, lot to my iPhone, obviously, yeah. But but yeah, I like both.
0: Okay. Night owl or early bird?
1: I do both. i like to stay up late watch sports and then i I like to be up early
0: to get the day moving no sleep right just Eh, just, i can sleep when i'm dead (laughs) that's right (laughs) countryside or city slicker uh i like the countryside yeah facebook or instagram facebook phone call or text um depends on if i got a client in front of me (laughs)
1: yeah
0: true money or time
1: time lots of time
0: yep night in or night out
1: uh, I like late nights, light outs, but I like to be in too, so. okay. depending on the weather.
0: So I know if someone looked at your Facebook page, you probably know the answer to this next question, but uh, import or American Muscle? American Muscle, American, baby. Yeah. Do you have a favorite American Muscle car that you like? Uh, I, well, I have a 69
1: Buick Skylark Grand Sport that I'm restoring, so it's, uh, that's my passion right now. Yeah. So I, I really car. love the
0: Buicks. So. Beautiful car. All right. Wolverines or Spartans? Uh, I got to go green. You're a green guy. Okay. All right. Well, that, uh, I think, sums it all up. We know everything we need to know now, so we could just close up shop and go home, but I think we'd like to, like to know <laughs> a little bit more about what you do. So let's talk a little bit about your journey, okay? How did you get into the insurance game?
1: Um, my journey started, actually, I was a customer service at a uh, die stamping industry, Anchor Danley in Ithaca. Uh, where I grew up, uh, I started out at, at the very bottom of the totem pole, as we all do, <laughs> uh, and yeah, I worked my way up. I, I was a fact you know I worked in the factory, uh, I learned how to weld, and I learned you know I learned how to run cNC machines, learned how to program, uh, so it just kind of escalated from there. I got into the out of the union part of it, went into the did the office part, did programming, uh, ran AutoCAd, what I went to school for, and then eventually went into estimating and design, and it just kind of escalated from there,
0: yeah, okay, and so. Um, what was the point where you decided, I'm done with the, the tool and die? Is that what you said it was? Mm-hmm. Tool and die. I'm done with the tool and die, and I want to try something else. What kind of prompted you to do something you were so familiar with and move into a completely new industry? Yeah, it
1: was a, it was a big leap. It's a big leap for anybody when you get into that comfort zone. And a lot of people don't like to leave their jobs, you know, or, or try something new. Uh, and I like to try things new. Um, this was, so it was a big jump. It was an opportunity that came up. I never dreamed of being an insurance agent by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had had, I had looked at and I was looking through. I can't remember what, what ad it was or something. And they were looking for an agents and and so I met with the DM and I liked what she had to say and how she ran her d- her district and stuff. And so I decided to. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna give this a try. You know. <laughs> so I went and got licensed and, and I've been now I've been here two two years and two months to the date. And here we so are. Here we are.
0: Now, do you have a family? Yes. Yeah? yeah. So t- so making that leap, I understand that because when I left, I was in the hospitality industry for 10 years. Uh, and to go from a really solid paycheck every Friday to becoming an entrepreneur, which means I don't know when the next time I'm going to get a paycheck. There's no guarantees in being an entrepreneur. It's a big leap. So tell me about your thought process of... You know, the risk of, is my family going to be provided for? Was those some of the things that you dealt with?
1: Yeah, it was it was tough at first. Uh, you know, basically just trying to get over the concept of not having a paycheck every week, like you said. Uh, so I was fortunate with my time there. I was able to do some investing mm-hmm. uh, and invest into the business. So, so you it, had a little runway. It, yeah, so yeah. I mean, it helped out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um and then I've just been able to kind of, you know, rely on the pad a little bit as much as I could. Yeah. Um, and as the business grows, and obviously they say like three to five years is usually your turning point. So, and, I, sure. and I strongly believe that it takes that long. It does. Um, especially for me coming into the community, I didn't know anybody. So, I didn't really know what to get, what to expect as far as, you know, my clients and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. The book of business had been here for 20-some years. And uh, so, you know, a lot of people may know Terry Johnson who owned the business before. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody loved terry so i knew i had big shoes to fill and uh just having the opportunity to to work with her a little bit and then she kind of you know helped me out with some issues and taught me the ropes and and then put me down the right alley because you can definitely you know go go sideways in a hurry in a tailwind so uh so i just wanted to you know try to buckle down and and do the right things for people
0: yeah and for me i i kind of liked having the pressure i mean it, it looking back it was a big risk like what was i thinking But didn't seem like such a big risk at the time for me. I I was ready for a change and I liked the pressure that I got to make or break myself. And, you know, I had been in an industry where uh, I made a lot of money for other people. (laughs) (laughs) And I wanted the opportunity to be if I work hard and do this thing right, I can make more money for myself and for my family. And so I love, you know, as far as being an entrepreneur, I love the idea that every day I can get up and there's a new opportunity to make more money and and uh, to provide a need for somebody else. And so that's one of the things I really like. So you've been doing it now for just over two years, mm-hmm. the entrepreneur yep. world, and it's different than working oh, yeah. in the workforce. Oh, yeah, it's a big difference. But I want to talk a little bit about some of the things that you've learned. I mean, it, it, they, it, it is true that it takes three to five years to really get traction. We are in year four right now. Next year we'll be going into year five, and it does take that amount of time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, in a sense it goes by fast, but there are times where it's like, man, is this thing ever going to hit? what I want it to be, and what I, and, you know, if you're like me, I'm a visionary, so I, I see what it could be, and, yeah,, yep. and so having the patience, but certainly when you're first starting out and in the first couple years, you learn a lot. You do learn a lot. A lot about what to do, what not to do. Well, Let's talk about some of the things you've learned uh, that have helped you be successful and, and stay, because a lot of, they say, I had I, I talked about this on my podcast last week, but, um, more than 30% of businesses fail in the first year. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you've made it to year two is, is already you're a, a leg above a lot of uh, the percentage of people. But what are some of the things you've learned that have helped you to be successful? Uh, you can't be afraid to take the steps outside of your
1: comfort zone. You have to be able to make that. You know, whether doesn't matter what it is. I mean, you, there's I've, I've heard people say things to me about, you know, once a week, you should take a step outside of your comfort zone and approach that. And because once you do it, then it's not so bad. Yeah. And it just be it gives you more opportunities to be around the people that you might not feel comfortable with, and those people that are definitely people that you need to have around you because you know they've they've been there, they know. Right. And so once you make that leap, it's not as bad as what you think it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to be committed to it, but I have a little. Uh placard on my desk at home that says life begins at the end of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and it is so true but yep. it is hard for people to just get out past that because very hard. who doesn't want to be comfortable right yep. but um, there are rewards that you know not of waiting for you if you take that risk as long as you know you're doing something that you're capable of mm-hmm. so you're really involved in the community you you said you're newer to the community you've been here just a couple of years so but you're you're very involved what are some of the organizations that you've uh, joined and are a part of
1: uh, right off the bat, I, I jumped right into Kiwanis, and I had no idea what Kiwanis was. Uh, so I'm part of the Kiwanis AM group. I'm um, actually taking over presidency uh, Wednesday evening. Actually, congratulations, uh, Mr. President. T- yeah, for two <laughs> years. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, there's a lot of involvement, a lot of time it requires, and and uh, so it's it's good. I really enjoy what you know the purpose of you know helping kids and mm-hmm. and what they you know they what their goal is. So yeah. yes, very good. So I like it.
0: All right. So I know there's more than Kiwanis, though.
1: Yeah, yeah. uh, Kiwanis just touches the iceberg. But uh, being a part of the Welcome Home Veterans uh, group, uh, being on the board for them has been really uh, gotten me into involvement with a lot of different people. Um, you just, you just really get to, when you're in these groups, you just meet people that you typically wouldn't normally meet. Right. And that's where it really helps you grow because their connections become your connections and it's just becomes a next thing you know, you have a huge family of connections and people that you learn, learn more about. They learn more about you and it's just, it's good business, business relationships, period.
0: Absolutely. Well, networking is how we met you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go to one of the networking groups that Brenda in our office kind of yep. heads up and, uh, that's where she met you. It's through the chamber of commerce. Yep and i know you're involved in others so um you know you just must have time after time. i mean these networking events and these these boards and these, they can take up a lot of your time so you just must have all kinds of time i, I here, don't right? have a lot of
1: time uh actually being i'm, I'm part of the i'm an ambassador too as far in the, chambers, the so, chamber so yeah so I've, i did i did some ambassador events the last couple weekends um and then um, I'm on the Kerwood board, or not the board, but one of the people that help with the children's events on Sunday. Yeah. Um, so that's busy. So it just it takes a lot of time to do all this stuff. But if if you don't have, you don't make the time to do it, you're not going to have these connections and be involved. Right. So people know who you are and 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 get to know people. Period. So it's it's good.
0: So the reason you do it is not because you just need stuff to fill your schedule with, but you really no. are finding in it opportunities to make connections, meet new people. Talk about you, what you do, talk about your business. And it doesn't always result in a sale, but it certainly keeps you kind of at the top of mind in people's minds. No,
1: it goes back to the whole reason why I like the whole insurance thing and being able to help people is just being resourceful. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things I can't help people with. But when I get to a relationship that I can build of different things, whether it be marketing material, uh, you know, uh, just anything that I need to purchase myself or I can help somebody else with. Mm -hmm and have a good resource for them to know that I can trust that person, that this person is going to do a good job for you. That, that, that goes, it's just miles. It yeah. just helps, it helps your client. It helps people that aren't even your clients maybe become clients later. It's just being
0: resourceful and, and helping one another in the community. Yeah. So I think we're touching on something here that's extremely important to business owners, entrepreneurs, this idea of networking, this mm-hmm. idea of putting yourself out there, you know, particularly for me when you are a small business. You're not a big box. Now, people know Farmers Insurance because they see them on TV, mm-hmm. but they need to get to know Brett Singer, and they need to get to know what you can do for them and the needs you can meet for them. And I think if you're listening and you're in a community like ours, or, and it doesn't matter really what the community is, I think it's important that you find some different organizations <coughs> to get involved with, to get to know people. Put yourself out there. Let them know who you are and what you're doing. And again, a conversation that you have with somebody or joining a group doesn't always equal a sale that day no but what it does is it gives them the opportunity to trust you to you know people like to do business with people that they know and that they trust and so it gives an opportunity so that when they do have a need in the, your field that you're offering mm-hmm. or the services you're offering you're someone that they think of it gives you that opportunity
1: yeah yeah most definitely like it's, it's helped me uh, tremendously uh, i can reach i can kind of go back to when i first started and uh i was really really discounted i would, was just real nervous and Sue Sika from the chamber when she worked there uh she brought me into the community introduced me to a bunch of different people kind of directed me you know where do I want to go and you know what my passion was you know what, where did my heart and my desire want to go to help yeah. people and you if you can't do it 100 percent, then it's not for you you have to be able to do it 100 yeah and really put forth the effort because it just doesn't you just don't want to get yourself too scattered I mean it's good to be busy but it, it's easy to get over busy too oh, for
0: sure over yeah, yeah I know a little bit about that Well, Sue was great, wasn't she? I mean, it was good to have her. Yeah, I love her to death. She's a great person. Yeah, she was actually one that really kind of pushed us towards some of the networking within the chamber as well. And uh, I believe she was instrumental in getting Brenda involved with the leads group. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, uh, you know, so when you talk about networking, there are different types of, you know, there are the boards that you can join because it's it's an organization that you believe in and you're behind and you just want to support it. Mm -hmm. But it also tells the story of who you are and what you're passionate about. And then there's community and civic organizations getting involved in local politics and different things. But then there are events and organizations specifically generated around networking, leads groups, different things. So yeah. um, other than the chamber one, are there any other leads groups you're a part of?
1: Uh, being part of the connection group that uh, that Brenda uh, is the chair of mm-hmm. uh, is a very good group. Um, really, you get a really good uh, group Different. I mean, just a, just a big, huge array of different talents in there, yeah. and, uh, and you learn their business and what they do um, has really helped uh, for me be able to reach out as a resource for them. Like I said, I you know being able to be resourceful for my clients or anybody else is always yeah. it's always it just, it just goes uh, says a lot about a person and, and uh, the person that you're able to work with. So
0: Yeah, so these types of organizations are much like I mean, maybe some people are listening, they have heard of BNI. Um, and there are the one you're referring to the connections group is a similar concept in that there are about 30 different members in the group, Mm -hmm. but each, the thing that's unique about it is, um, there's only one representative from a specific industry in the group. So in the group, you're not competing against other insurance agents. Uh, we're not competing against other web designers, and so we become kind of a sales force for each other. Yeah. And that because I'm in a group with Brent Singer, I know someone that's looking for insurance I say, hey, you got to call this guy. And mm-hmm. so you have a group of people out there that know you, trust you, are I- interested in you, mm-hmm. and are really even invested in you because they know you're doing the same thing. For exactly. Them. And so I highly recommend it if there's uh, not one locally that you are familiar with. There are B&I chapters all around the country that you can get Correct. involved with. But these things are extremely beneficial, again, especially starting out and trying to get to know people. So I think, you know, from the very first time I ever attended a networking event, which I think one of the first ones I was ever invited to was a B&I, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't join. And we can talk about why here in a minute, but I want to get your perspective. Why do you think, I mean, it's pretty obvious of why you would want to do this. It's, you know, I want to get to know people. I want to talk to customers. I want to provide different things. Why do you think so many businesses don't get involved in these types? Just of Just
1: nervous. I mean, I know I, the first networking I went, I went to was actually at topics at twelve at the art uh, center down yeah. by the river, and I was as nervous as a cat in a room full of rocking chairs. <laughs> I mean, I was just—I didn't know where to sit. I didn't know who to talk to. You know, I didn't even know—I didn't know a soul. Yeah. And it was just that first initial time. And then after that, it was just game on. It was just a matter of you know when's the next one. Yeah. You know, because you just—you never know who you're going to meet. And, you know, once you, like I said, once you meet that one person, they lead you down to 10 more, and, and yeah. just next thing you know, you're in a room you know everybody. Yeah, and the nerves, it's, so the it's nerves really cool. go away. Yeah, it goes I think away. I
0: it's very common for very people cool. to be nervous. I know for me, I'm a people person, so I didn't really have the nerves, but with mine, there was a cost associated. Um, with B&I, I think to join, it was $600 for yeah. a year. And I'm like, I can't come up with $600 out of my business right now. And so I think nervousness, I think sometimes people think money I think another big Money. one is time. time yeah, time is the big thing. I don't have thing. the time for that, and yeah. that's a real debate. But why would you say it's worth the time?
1: It's worth the time just to be able to build those connections because you, like I said, you. I mean, those connections lead to you know it only takes one connection to make five six more. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might not have them as a client now, but while I look at way I look at it is hopefully I can help them later. Yeah, you know what I mean. So eventually, down the road, it's going to come back to you. Yeah, and and same for and that's why everybody else is there. You know, they're there for the same reasons. So hopefully, maybe maybe you can't help me now, but you never know. In a week or two or a month, I might need you for something. You know, right?
0: It's just the way it works. Right. So nerves, time, Time, money, money. Uh, I'm sure there are other reasons, but I think if you're listening today, I hope you can understand that here are two guys that are relatively young in the entrepreneur world. I mean, I'm to f- almost five years, you're just over two years learning it. But both of us would acknowledge that a part of our success, a part of the recipe for our success time. here for is, sure. yeah, investing the time and the getting to know other people. Yeah.
1: I never really thought about it as being as, you know, I thought it was kind of a nine to five job, oh, but yeah. then once I got in it and I'm like, wow, you know, and now I'm here yeah. until seven, eight o'clock at night or right. even later at meetings or, you know, uh, helping somebody with something, or an event, or it yep. just, just, it just leads into, it's crazy. But, it's really crazy.
0: Yeah, but then that goes back to when you're doing something that you're passionate about. Exactly. When you're passionate about like it, it, it
1: doesn't seem like, it's not I, it's like nothing. I'm punching a clock. No, right. it's nothing You know, like if, I,
0: if tomorrow, if I just don't want to come in till whatever, I, I mean, I can, I'm in charge of it, but it's just, you want to get up and you want to go do that yeah. thing. You want to conquer the day. So I think it's pretty evident that it's something that you should do. I want to talk about you know you've talked about some of them but what are some of the biggest uh, benefits you've seen from being so involved and maybe you could think of some specific examples of like where networking has paid off for you
1: uh i think for me it was is basically i i it was funny because i didn't realize that uh i was at some of the events and some of these people were my clients yeah and and that was that was weird for me because i I I knew the names in my book, but I didn't to actually meet. You don't usually yeah. meet a lot of the people yeah, that I they work do it with over the phone. Exactly, or the so that was kind of weird for me. You know, being I'm like, hey, you're so and so, and they're like, yeah. Well, I introduce myself, and so that was weird for me. You know, <laughs> yeah. knowing that I I they actually do business with me, that I don't, I don't know them. So that that for me always strikes me to be just kind of weird. But I mean, it's cool at the same point because I'm glad to be able to put a
0: face to the names. So. Yeah, absolutely. I think for us, uh, I can think of countless times where. We got direct business because somebody within the group was talking to someone sitting in a barber chair or at the at a restaurant or at the doctor's office, and they're like, uh, they're starting a company, they need a website. Oh, I know this person, Brenda, in our group, That she, her company does websites, or they manage social media. And so time after time we've seen, uh, and, and the other thing I think for us is, you know, It's put us on the map Mm -hmm. in some people's minds. You know, everybody has a map, right? Yep, Yep. most definitely. There's Google Maps, but everyone has a map in their head of what are the businesses that they deal with. And so getting on somebody's map so that they know you're just one of their go-to tools is a huge benefit.
1: Yeah, and a prime example of that uh, was yesterday when I met with you. Uh, and Brenda for the Welcome Home Veterans for looking yeah. for a new web page. Yeah. Had I not met, met met Brenda and known what she was, you know what she did and who she was involved with, I wouldn't have had a resource at our meeting when we were talking about what can we do with our website. Right. You know.
0: So it's a, it, just having those resources
1: and avenues for other people just makes a big difference.
0: And that sit down meeting that was supposed to be for a website for Muzzy Pheasant Farm mm-hmm. turned into an additional website for American Home Veterans. And then also an additional potential website for American home health care or assisted Uh, living. Welcome Welcome home. Welcome home. Assisted living. Yeah. So what was one potential turned into three really strong possibilities. And I think, again, that shows the power of networking. We all just kind of got in the same room. And and, and even the the third one kind of popped up in the conversation. Like, Oh, well, we need that also. So definitely powerful. Definitely something that people should get involved in. So if you have someone that's listening, uh, what are some organizations that you know of that people should plan on getting involved with in their community. Cause maybe they're not from Owasso. So we know the ones here in Owasso. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you have some in Owasso that you recommend people get involved in, now would be a time to talk about those as well. But then just some organizations that a, a business owner that's listening sh- would generally want to be involved with.
1: Yeah. I would say definitely your chamber, uh, mm-hmm. definitely get involved with the chamber, chamber. of commerce. Uh, obviously that's Lots been a huge there. opportunity uh, to be involved with them, to, uh, to interact with them uh, because they have so many avenues, uh, you know, as far as letting, giving you opportunity of free advertisement Mm -hmm. and free advertisement is better than any advertisement. For sure. Uh, Especially when it's coming from a resources such as a chamber Mm -hmm. or uh, a member of the chamber already um, because they have so many connections. And so Mm -hmm. when one, one chamber person can speak nice or great about the work that another person does that they have associate themselves with that makes that goes a long ways yeah uh, so definitely a chamber uh, uh, some kind of connection group um, ours is through the chamber but it's still a, it's a connection group of you know different business entrepreneurs and sort of opens opportunities and just that small group alone mm-hmm. um, and then just being active um, and just Try to get on something where you're passionate, you know, yeah. wherever you can pour your passion. It doesn't matter something what it is. To, yeah. there's, a, there's a group for everything. Absolutely. And I never knew that. And then yeah. once I came here and I realized, you know, there's a group for this, I was starting to get myself into too many, you know, and I kind of had to basically yeah. focus the last year easily. And, then you know, this last year, I was able to really focus on what my passion was. Yeah. You know, I love to help people and I love being, I love helping kids. And so that's why Kiwanis was the, the, the drive for me um, as far as my group that I really pour my heart into. Um, and then being part of the veterans group, uh, my, my stepfather was a, is a veteran, and, um, and so my passion, you know, I've seen what he's had to go through, so that's kind of directed me the passion of the, of the Welcome Home Veterans. Um, so I think that that's the, for the most thing, I think that you, you need to really focus on what your drive is.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I would just tail onto that uh, what, what Brent said is, if you're listening, uh, a good first step is contact your local area, Chamber of Commerce, Um, and tell them I'm I'm an entrepreneur and I'm looking to grow my business. I'm looking to grow my exposure. And I can assure you they have a number of resources available to you. Join the chambers. Most chambers have a fee that's conducive to a small business that, that, that you can afford and look at it as an investment, not as an expense, because you're going to meet people within there that you have the opportunity to talk about what you do and why you do it and why they should purchase from you. So get involved in something. Put yourself out there, network yourself. If you're nervous, just make yourself go and just talk to one person, and then they'll introduce you to somebody. And the next thing you know, after a couple times going, you're just going to be part of the club. Exactly. Uh, and then if you you know if it's time, you know, uh, it's I would say it's something you you don't have time to skip. You have to make time for it because of what it can do for your business. And then you know money is a very real thing, so find some out there that are affordable and within your budget. But it's important that you do it, and uh, I think you'll see the benefits from it. So Brent, at the end of it all, I always ask my guests this: At the end of it all, what does success look like to Brent Singer? I think success is defined by an individual, and there's all kinds of definitions for success. But what is success to you?
1: Um, success to me is being able to help everybody. I mean, I know it's not possible, but my success—if I can help somebody, you know—and they can refer refer me, or at least make a comment of so and so was able to help me—that mm-hmm. um, you know—that's my success. I just want to be able to help people, and it doesn't matter what it is. You know, I'm always up for the challenge and I'm always willing to go the extra mile yeah. to help people. So, and now that's my success story. I just want to be able to be known as, you know, he helped everyone. Yeah. And so.
0: Well, and you're in a good field to be able to do that, facilitate those needs that people have. So I always ask this question as well, and uh, I'm always intrigued to hear what people have to say, but we all have that little one liner advice that we got from our mom or our grandpa or our dad or whatever. But what is Brent Singer's best piece of advice?
1: Best piece of advice I'd have to say would be. Just don't ever judge anybody by the way they look. Yeah. Don't ever judge anybody by the way they look. That's, I've always based my, I saw myself off that. You know, I, I'll talk to anybody. I'll hear your story. I'll see what you need. I'll see, you know, because you don't know. You have no idea you what that person goes. By so you can't by, yeah. by any means. And so I think that, that's what really gained me to, to where I'm at in my success so far. I think it's just being able to listen to the people that, that want to talk to me and, and see what they need and see how I can help them.
0: Excellent advice. Excellent advice. So, Brent, why don't you tell our audience how, if they're interested in learning more about Farmers Insurance, or if they want to get to know you, or maybe they just have some questions about networking, tell our audience uh, how they can get a hold of you and how they can find you online.
1: Uh, I have a website, uh, at farmersagency.com. and then um, you can also text me uh, or call me. My cell phone is 989-436-1075. Uh, I'm in and out of the office Monday through Friday. I make appointments on the weekends and the evenings. Um, I'm just, I'm universal, so there's nothing that really ties me to, to to, limitations for my clients or just anybody that wants to ask a question. So I'm always open, always willing to help. So yeah. don't be afraid
0: to reach out. I think that's the first someone gave their personal cell phone number out on the podcast, so that's awesome. Yeah, so, hey, I don't know. Nothing. Get a hold of him. You saw it on the bottom of the screen, so get a hold of him today. Uh, Brent, and just my little bit of experience with him, has always been super kind, always has a smile on his face. Always very friendly. So thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. I appreciate you. We appreciate having you and uh, wish you the best of luck going forward and continue. uh, We look forward to continuing to get to know you. All right. Thanks, Uh, Tony. uh, Yes, sir. Thank you. And if you're listening, uh, I think take the advice today. If you're a business owner, small or large entrepreneur, find some networking events that you can get involved with. Find some type of organization that you can join to pursue something that you're passionate about. Get to know people. Put yourself out there. It's not always easy, but it is worth it. Maybe it it is time-consuming, but there is a payoff in the end if you commit yourself to doing it. If maybe it's something that you're not comfortable with, but you have somebody that works for you, that would be somebody that would be able to do it, that's another option. I know in our office, uh, because of my schedule at this point, I've now uh, put one of my employees, Brenda, in charge of doing a lot of our networking, and she's done a great job with it, and it's something that she enjoys. So one way or another, find a way to get involved and put yourself out there so that you can uh, expand your audience and really expand your sales force so that you can continue to grow your business. As my mother always said, you can't and you never could until you tried. So go out there and try something great, my friends, and don't take the easy way out. We'll see you next time.